This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader the station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere Thursday at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Secret, Greg? Yeah. But not top secret. Interesting. Just secret. That's smart. Just so people know, you know, that these are secret. They're secret, yeah. I don't know, because sometimes the janitors, they come and they throw stuff out. And, uh, but th- look, the, the actual envelope says receipts. Ooh, but they're not, in fact, receipts. <gasps> Greg, you're a criminal mastermind. What polyglot genius could ever hope to crack your impenetrable code? Shut up. God. Easy. Sorry. P to the O-D. Casts on the daily about succession. One episode per day, see. P to the O-D. Casts on the daily about succession. Podcasting like a pro, make some noise! Succession is almost over, but we're just getting started talking about every single Succession episode here on Post Show Recaps. It's the daily Succession podcast on Post Show Recaps, where we are watching and talking about every single episode of Succession on the road to the final season premiere on March 26th. We are going episode by episode and day by day. You can get commercial-free versions of this podcast when you sign up at patreon.com slash post show recaps at any level it's patreon.com slash post show recaps at any level for the ad free versions of the succession podcast hello everybody i am josh wigger today we are talking about succession season two episode seven return and returning to the podcast with me as always it's the great jess sterling and grace leader with the receipts look it's a file marked receipts grace 
No one will ever know what these are. Uh, it's also not top secret. It's just secret. Yeah. What's up with why is this not top secret, Jess? I feel like this should be like, <laughs> you know, the utmost level of secrecy that we're dealing with here. One would think, uh, but poor Greg. Uh, I also need to set the. I'm here to set the record state, Josh. Uh, Tom says, if you were uninsured, you'd be a lot safer, ironically. This is false. It's very false. Uh, yeah. You want to oh. make sure you're insured. I, think. Exactly. I canceled all my insurance between the podcast. <laughs> Which is uh, really hard to do in Canada because some of it comes from, you know, just being the government. Wow, with that flex. <laughs> no, she's, she's always just like touting her like, wow. you know, built in healthcare and built in right. insurance. I'm coming back up to Toronto. I'm, um, I'm on my way back to, to <laughs> Canada. You're going to return to Toronto? Which, which side am I on? Which side am I on? You're uh, not coming just to F my mother. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Listen, that would be awkward on a number of levels, not the least of which is just an po occasional podcast or a post or a weekend. Yes, really, yeah, uh, been on you the, know, just got to be really yeah. careful here crossing yeah, the sorry, streams. Yeah. Uh, well, the Roys are crossing the streams as they are once again hopping across the Atlantic and returning to London to deal with mother. Uh, there is a whole thing to do with mother. Uh, as uh, Caroline is freelancing out. She's lashing out, taking a shot at Logan Roy when he's at his most vulnerable, and it's going to be up to the kids to fix it, or at least it's going to be up to Kendall and Roman. We'll see what Shiv's got going on here. Uh, it's, a, it's a fun one. It's a fun one, and then it's also an enormously sad episode <laughs> of Succession. <laughs> as well it's we a fun one until it's not we'll, we laugh because if we don't we will we will cry uh here on the podcast i think yeah we jump uh this is it's no no good the it's kendall's no good. parents it's no good. Yeah. kendall's parents just both just being tremendously awful to him is just such a sad it's like you know i was saying last last episode that Kendall is like vouching. He's like, he's like saying like, oh, maybe we should do something like, and he's having like, sort of like, he's like not exactly listening to his father. He's like vouching for himself. <laughs> and mm -hmm. I think I was like, I feel like bad that I said it out loud. I think Logan heard is like, yeah, I gotta shut that down. I gotta, I gotta turn my uh, son into a, a numb drone, you know? It's yeah. like so sad. Yeah. It's hard. It's a hard episode for Kendall. It is yet another really mean episode for Logan. But what else is new? <laughs> Why don't we go over the story of episode seven, season two, return Jess Sterling with the quick plot recap. Let's do it. Season two, episode seven, return, sees the Roys returning to London. They've gotten word that Caroline, Logan's ex, and three of the children's mother is considering siding with Stewie and Sandy. So Logan hands out the marching orders. Roman and Kendall are supposed to visit their mother and negotiate a deal to stay on board with Logan, while Logan visits the Dobbs family as a PR stunt after the news of his abuse towards the cater waiter surfaces. Logan also needs to get Shiv off of his back, which Rhea so generously offers to do. Her and Logan set a trap for Shiv. Rhea offers to put in a good word with Shiv at Pierce for the job of CEO so she can use that as leverage against Logan, but it completely backfires as Logan uses the opportunity to dress down Shiv for betraying him. Shiv sniffs out the mole, but it's too late as Rhea is getting closer to Logan in more ways than one. Kendall is forced by Logan to visit the Dobbs family and feels so guilty, surrounded by photos of their deceased son, that he sneaks back under the cover of darkness to sneakily leave one thing a Roy always has to offer, money. Though he does wash and dry his dirty water glass while there, so I guess that's something. 
That leaves Roman to negotiate with his mother alone, or at least it would be if Shiv wasn't chasing Logan across the Atlantic just to have a conversation with her father about where they stand. Caroline forces Logan to choose between his Hamptons house and seeing his children for Christmas, and well, we all know what Logan chooses. Further proving the Roy children had no chance, Caroline shrugs off Kendall when he tries to have a difficult conversation with her, stating, I'm a bit tired for hard truths. Meanwhile, back in New York, Tom gets interrogated by the investigators and strong arms Greg into giving him the cruise documents he saved in a folder labeled secret. Greg attempts to get Tom to admit his part in the cover-up through a hidden phone recording in his pocket and manages to grab a few lighter fluid covered papers to hide in his pants. And that's what happened on Succession, Season 2, Episode 7. It's in his pants. It's in his pants. That's a survivor. That's a survivor thing. It's from a season he no should one be, really thinks about it anymore. He should be careful putting uh, lighter fluid-soaked uh, uh, papers in his pants because if his pants catch on fire, it will prove he's that he's a liar. liar. Yeah, it's, it's true. And I think that uh, because there aren't a lot of liars in the world of Succession, yeah. you would really feel singled out. Imagine, uh, Grace, not to, you know, I'm going to plug your podcast for a second, but Mm -hmm. imagine Natasha Leone's character, Charlie from Poker Face, in a world of succession. She'd just be calling BS, 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 BS. There's an episode where she starts twitching. I think she would lose her mind. Like streaming? (laughs) (laughs) No, like facial twitching. I realized that Poker Face (laughs) got into Twitch. It was really weird. It turned into mostly a Let's Play. Uh (laughs) That's cool. That's cool. Uh, so yes, we have Kendall, uh, we have Kendall and Roman and Shiv all back in the UK. Logan is there as well. So is Rhea Jarrell. And, uh, it's, uh, it's a lot. It's a lot with Logan and Rhea Jarrell. There's something about rhinos and hummingbirds they didn't quite follow. Yuck, 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 yuck. I don't know. know what that was all about, but that apparently is a thing. Um, Grace, what do you think of the episode in which Kendall is sort of taken back to the scene of the crime? It's it's so horrible because like I think the 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 thing that's so interesting about what the show does is that we really actually shouldn't feel that bad for Kendall to have to go back to the place and kind of confront at least the like how is in the pictures of the kid. Like he didn't he did accidentally kill this kid and so like you shouldn't feel bad but it's the way that his father is only using this moment not to give any sort of sympathy to the family because he um kendall comes he says should i say anything to the family he says no and they, they leave and so and they get in the car and they say yeah i got you know it's tough you know can't imagine what they're going through but uh you know you know you don't want to end up like that right it's just like so like you know putting his child in his place and so the fact that this whole thing is used against Kendall, and this is where I get conflicted because it's like, it's not the word, you know, for Kendall to have to like go back and somewhat confront the, you know, the thing he did, it's not the worst thing in the world, but also it's like his dad is manipulating this moment so much to just push Kendall back. Mm-hmm. Sit down, my, my, yeah. my boy. Yeah. yeah, just why do you think Logan does this to Kendall? Oh. After Kendall has been so helpful, he's been so supportive. Is it because of the Raya clapback? It's Is it easy. Just like it's yeah, easy, alpha easy answer. So Naomi shows up, right? So Naomi is there with them. Logan does not like that, right? He is not happy with the Pierces at this moment, so he doesn't like Naomi being present. On top of that, uh, Kendall has the audacity. To suggest to Logan, like, hey, you you like good with this Raya thing? Like, you think this is a, a good idea? Like, maybe she's playing you. And just the just the idea that Kendall would say that to Logan, Logan flips. He's just like, you're the one who's C-struck, which 
Oofers. Sea struck. Not great. Um, and yeah, I think that's all it takes. I think that's literally was that, was that the a reference only to the reason. cruises? Was yeah, I think so. Fight star thing. But I think that's the only reason. I think that is the only reason that Logan forces Kendall to go with him is because he's like, "How mm-hmm. dare you question whether or not Rhea is playing me? Right. I I won't be played." Yeah. Well, I think it's. I I do think though, even from last episode, I think one of the things that's very the show I give a lot of credit for on a rewatch is like the crew stuff like comes up in season one, obviously important, and then. It really becomes important in season two. Uh, there's a thing, there's a line in here that'll just plant a flag on something that Jerry uh, asked Roman about that I could not believe that it got oh, referenced yes. this early in the show, uh, knowing that it's that something will will come of that later. Um, but yeah, even I think that like last episode, I think the the idea to have Kendall, like we're talking about, like isn't it weird that he like sort of he's he's maybe giving the answers that you think Shiv should give? But I think even last episode, I think he's sort of seeing that like his son is maybe not being the exact like weapon he wants him to be. He's becoming a little too comfortable being a little like the Kendall that he was just before he tries to stage a coup. It's not even like that close. It's like, actually he's not that close to the, the Kendall that's about to stage a coup. He's like one step towards it. And, and Logan's like, you got to take a step back. Son. Yeah. You know? I think it's the, it's the fact that he is having any kind of independent voice at all. Uh, yeah. You know, he's supposed to be a Logan clone. The Logan clone isn't supposed to say anything that Logan wouldn't say. And so when Kendall is holding the mirror up and saying, dad, this is probably bad and you could be getting played. I think Logan, who we just came off of an episode where we have uh, we have basically never seen him in such a weakened position. And we saw an entire episode where he was comatose yeah, uh, than, than, than we saw in episode yeah. six that uh, him screaming at the car as the car was driving away as the last note for both Logan and that episode. Logan just needs somebody to dominate. He needs to recontrol the narrative. He needs to get his 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 teeth back into this thing. He not only has to, you know, dominate Kendall in this way and drag him to the boys' house. He also has to completely eradicate the reality of what happened between him and Roman. Also, he just bullies that narrative into existence. Like, oh my god, that's yeah. not a thing I'd do. Were you uh, standing and- there? Did you get hit? Did you- <laughs> you I yeah. hate yeah. this. I yeah. hate this. I I it's also hate awful. it. Except for uh, there's there's one bit that is hysterical in the scene when Roman he can't like engage the conversation oh, yeah. after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's the guy doing. Roman's just like, yeah, you know, left in cars, buildings everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> he he just can't anymore. It's awful though. He's back in our jesties. I didn't even know you were there. Did I even make contact? And and Roman's just like, oh, um, yeah, I'm not even I, quite sure what you're talking about. I don't know. So, yeah. It's it's truly it's it's awful. It's awful. Yeah. Miserable, miserable stuff. Uh, in addition to all of this, we are also getting um, the the uh, the secret documents are coming home to roost uh, mm-hmm. as Tom wants to uh, habeas the corpus. He wants to <laughs> he wants to make good on greg's blackmail grace and so we're gonna get a little bonfire a little tear a fireside terrace chat it's so funny because i always when you when i think of greg and tom i definitely think of them like full-on last episode like complete buddy cop duo and it's just like you know rewatching. you're like oh no these guys are like undermining each other at every opportunity like the whole reason they're burning the documents is because like i was like so i'm i see you're hosting a dinner party for your friends but actually i'm gonna stay overnight so that we can go get the documents first thing in the morning and and burn them so that you have no more blackmail and then greg steals some of the documents and records Tom. It's like, yeah, they all like, you know, their relationship is just built on not actually trusting each other. Right. 
Right. So funny. Yeah. There's a lot of mistrust between the two of them uh, that is happening back home. Um, but Tom is under the gun. Tom is in the crosshairs in this episode. Uh, he is He is really, uh, he thought that it was just going to be softballs, but apparently Jesse was a softball to the face, which would hurt tremendously. <laughs> Absolutely. They're not soft. I don't They're know why not. they call them it's, that. It's a terrible name They're for bigger. that ball. They're bigger, yeah. you know. Yeah. They're huge. Yeah. yeah, they hurt. It's not good. <laughs> it's like it's uh, so f- I, yeah. I think like the softball is like the rhino, and the baseball is the humming. Uh huh. Uh-huh. It's very, f- it's very funny that he leaves immediately, and they're like, "We really would rather you stay." He goes, "I just have a tiny bladder, and I gotta go." <laughs> yeah, he's got I don't think like an old back. woman who's had a baby somehow. Yeah, <laughs> Does he go back? It's not like he goes back somehow. Uh, so so yeah, Tom, Tom is really in it, and so of course is Shiv, as Shiv has done the Jerry Maguire and sent out the memo. Uh, and who's <laughs> coming with her besides Flipper? Here, it seems like the answer is no one. Yeah, everyone on the they're on the PJ. It's Kendall, Roman, uh, Rhea, and Logan, and they're just poking fun at Shiv's memo. And Shiv is like, she literally chases him across an ocean to have a conversation, and he continuously evades her. Uh, and he then he then he claims like, oh, I did. I'm so busy, Siobhan. I didn't have time to read your memo. Yeah. Uh, I feel yeah. so bad for her. Where she like yeah. she so obviously wants to do a good job that she feels like she again, as Rhea states, uh, she's she's not as smart as she thinks she is. Uh, and I feel like the memo is like a really good example of that. Yeah, they're like, you know, we don't want to critique too much. Like, uh, you know, if you never run a company, you know, it's like mm-hmm. oh, it's so brutal. The 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 whole setup between Rhea and Logan to get her to apply for a job at Pierce just so that Logan can essentially be like, yeah, I guess you're not the right fit to be the CEO of this company is absolutely brutal. I don't know. I like I don't know that it's necessarily gaslighting because I was going to say he definitely gaslights Roman into being like, I didn't, I didn't make content. That's not something I would do, you know? And then like basically kind of trying to do the same, like how dare you apply for this job when he's basically- It's a betrayal. Yeah, told Rhea to go get her to apply for this job. Uh, mm-hmm. Pretty bad. Pretty bad look from Logan. I mean, the complicated nature of the show, Josh. He is doing well. <laughs> Good strategy. Decent it worked. Strategy. It worked. Uh, although, strategy. to be fair, Shib at the end of the episode does call Kendall to give him a heads up, uh, basically yeah. say like, "Yeah, they ain't got effed," uh, and is is can smell what Ra might be uh, might be working on. Can yeah. you smell what Raya is cooking? That's good. That's good. <laughs> Dwayne the Raya Johnson. Yeah. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days In, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. 
Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Come with me. Down to the boy's family. Right. I mean... Yeah? Yeah. Okay. We should stick together on this. Don't you agree? Let's rate the Roy's. Let's rate the Roy's. Let's rate the Roy's. Let's rate the Roy's here. We want you to go to postshowrecaps.com slash rate Roy. Do I need to put Rhea Roy in here as a potential quick link? I don't know. We'll see. Certainly the kids are worried about such a thing. Uh, but you can also go to postshowrecaps.com slash action stations if you want to rate each every single one of these main characters on a scale of zero to four we also have a bunch of other stuff we are tracking including rating all of the episodes on a scale of zero to four so head on over postshowrecaps.com slash rate roy we begin typically here with logan roy um do we want to use this as an opportunity because i do feel like uh you know it's a big laugh heading into commercial but the truth is ray jarrell has kind of really arrived on the show in this way that is very different grace from when we met her, she is the, you know, sort of the ambassador for Pierce. She's uh, been forced to turn in her resignation. And now she's what? She's like, uh, she's like the mystique to Logan's Magneto. I mean, yeah. I mean, at the end of the episode, Logan would like to expand the search for a CEO a little farther than perhaps his own children, which I feel like could have been something he could have thought about much sooner. <laughs> but alas, here we are. Uh, yeah, Ray, the only thing I sort of give, you know, a down marks Logan and potentially Rhea here as well, though I'm not officially rating Rhea, is that, you know, I Shiv, Shiv like she falls for it, but I don't think she'd fall for it again. So it's like, how good of a move was it from Logan and Rhea if like Shiv basically knows she got effed, right? Like specifically from Rhea. Um, and and then like, the you know, the, again, I said like the boy's doing a good job. I feel like the Kendall stuff, he gets exactly what he wants and Kendall's in no position to like fight back uh, unless he's just like, again, just like a complete drone, like thinkless, uh, uh, you know, soldier of Logan. The Roman stuff, yeah, Roman's awkward and like says it, but that, that's an incredibly awkward conversation that like I think like, you know, I, I don't know how like well this goes, you know, does this fix anything or something, the fact that he hit him? I don't think so. So I end up giving Logan a two because I, I don't want to give him as, it feels like I should give him a zero based on like his behavior, but I feel like there's ways in which he actually has some success this episode, but also ways in which like I feel like his plans aren't quite as good as he thinks they might be. He only um, pays $10 million more than he wanted to pay for the for getting Caroline back on his side, Jess. He gives up Christmas, but he doesn't care about Christmas. He doesn't care. He doesn't care, right? At the very beginning of the episode, he says, like, like piggies to the trough. Love, fear, who cares? He does not care as long as they obey him. 
Um, if anything, he probably loves it because he knows that he's inflicting this disgusting Christmas dinner oh, on he, his kids. Yeah. I will say, um, you Logan. Smell, la, 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 what Caroline is cooking? <laughs> it's pigeon. pigeon. It's pigeon, yeah. and it's filled with bullets. It's apparently. Disgusting. Yeah. Uh, the thing is, um, when Logan giggles, it very much reminds oh, yeah. me of like a Ron Swanson, like Nick I was Offerman say giggle. The same thing. Yeah. It is delightful when he is. He's besides himself hearing about Caroline's cooking and how much they hate it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, okay, here's the thing about Logan, right? Um, makes smart moves, but I agree with Grace, especially about the, the better way to go about this is so that Shiv gets effed and doesn't realize that Rhea is the one who effed her. I think you have to have, like, I know he only trusts his inner circle, right? He's not going to outsource this to anybody but Rhea, but... It's so obvious that it's Rhea when it happens. And I think that's bad because then Shiv is going to talk to the other Roy children and be like, hey, I just got effed and I got effed by Rhea and we need to watch out. She's a snake. Um, now, obviously, Logan gets what he wants mostly throughout this episode. Um, but at the same time, the pain that he inflicts on Kendall feels just so unnecessary. Um, it really is like, oh, your puppy, your brand new puppy crapped on the rug and you decide to take his face and rub it in it like he doesn't know what he did he doesn't know he, what he did wrong he actually pooped in a bed not in the <laughs> never gonna let that go i'm never gonna let that go <laughs> but it you doesn't in it, one bed it really just feels like adding insult to injury here yeah. like it really doesn't feel what it, what is the reason to do this to kendall it doesn't make a ton of sense um, and so I, I ended up giving Logan a one because he does have some good moves, but I feel like, uh, like grand scheme, not so great. I think I'm also going to give Logan a one. I think it's like fortune slightly creeping back up after a rock bottom zero. If we were going negative points, I think I would have given him negative points last time around. So, yeah. um, I think the one is about all I can give him. Uh, he is able to, you know, uh, to sort of shake Shiv to a certain degree. He is able to uh, get his kids after Caroline, and he clearly is developing trust in a new confidant, and that appears to be good for him. But he is also ignoring advice from the person who currently has his back for, uh, you know, all of the reasons that you would want to have someone's back. This person has the knowledge that you were participating in the death of a human. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Kendall's got your back, Logan Roy, and yet you're not listening to him at all is interesting. Uh, it's a potentially very bad move on Logan's part. Mm -hmm. uh, he has, you know, Shiv concerned about Rhea. The optics of if Logan and Rhea are a thing, what will that mean with Marsha? So there's a lot of hairiness there. Mm -hmm. But uh, he also does get to uh, really get a deal out of Caroline and get that yeah. pivotal 3% back. So Also, the way that he invites... <laughs> you know about the way he invites Rhea to stay the night? Stay so forward. you stay in over or what? <laughs> yeah. What a was, gentleman. What a romantic. Unexpected. That was pretty unexpected. Did she stay the night? Did wasn't you say the night? Wasn't expecting that. We don't know, but Ke we know Kendall was afraid no, no, of walking out on his no. dad's naked bod no, the next I'm morning. I'm asking, what do we think? Did she stay the night? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I would think so. Rhinos and butterflies, baby, or hummingbirds, yeah, whatever. Yeah. 
Yeah. She does. Uh, yeah, let's get that out of our heads, though. If we can, we'd love <laughs> to just scrub that. Kendall Roy. Let's talk Kendall Roy. All Kendall wants to do is go to the zoo. He just wants to go to the zoo with Naomi. He doesn't want to send a DP, but he does seemingly send a DP to, to Naomi. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot. He doesn't want to do that, uh, but he does do it. Uh, she demands the DP, and he <laughs> obliges. He just send it. Mm-hmm. He sends that. Uh, and then she sends herself from Venice to uh, to London, where she and Kendall have an adult sleepover. And then they're going to go to the zoo. But uh, unfortunately, Logan does not like the zoo very much and wants Kendall to instead go to the home of the uh, of poor uh, poor Andrew, right? I believe is his Andrew name. Dobbs. I uh, hate when this yeah. happens. You plan to go to the zoo and you have to mm-hmm. go to the house of the parents of the boy you murdered. It's so annoying. <laughs> this happens so like probably quarterly. I would say, <laughs> but like on a again, quarterly basis. Yeah. Again. God. Oh, that's right. We're in Q three. Okay. Damn yeah. It. That's right. That was March. That was March. Uh, and the worst no. part is, it really is so unnecessary because Rome. Or excuse me, Kendall gets there. And then he's forced. He's like, oh, I'll just sit in the car. And his dad's like, I know you're here. It's going to be weird if you sit in the car. But it won't be weird if you go sit in the kitchen by yourself the yeah, whole go time. Go sit in the corner and think about what you've done. Kendall Roy being in the kitchen. This is uh, this is, this is, is part of it. I think we were talking about, like, you shouldn't feel that bad. You know, look at this guy. And look at what all of Okay, but Jeremy done. Strong but Jeremy makes Strong. us feel bad. Jeremy, Jeremy Strong makes us feel very, very bad. Uh, and, mm-hmm. I, and I think that just the way that... I think the way that Jeremy Strong is often filmed is just incredible. Uh, yes. Just we're, we're really in his head and he has his eyes cast downward uh, as he is, you know, could, like it's true. Look at what you've done. Think about go to your room and think about what you've done kind of energy. Um, it is, again, another person who, much like Carl in Boar on the Floor, I feel like I can see exactly what Jeremy Strong looked like as a four-year-old boy because mm. I'm looking at him like that right now, Grace. Mm. He's so, so, so defeated. And it's, yeah. it's, it's atrocious to have, to have to live with as a viewer. I give Kendall two points. I give him a single point for his dad treating him like this, making him come to the house and do it. And then I give him another single point for when he tries to talk to his mom. Ugh. He just wants to talk to his mom. And his mom says, maybe not tonight. And then he wakes up in the morning and his mom has left a note on a piece of cardboard that says, oops, had to go, lots of work to do. This is how she said goodbye to Rebecca Whoa. and Ted Lasso, too. That's What's true. The deal? <laughs> so true, yeah. Stop it's leaving just... your children notes in the kitchen, Harriet Walter. It's just so awful. And like, these are the people that raised Kendall and can show no emotion. And he's going through this thing that he needs to talk to somebody about. And he can't talk about it because one of them is like holding it over his head as leverage. And the other one just doesn't want to hear it. It's so sad. So I'll give him two death pity points uh, for that. <laughs> wow. Yeah. DPP. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Jess, how did you feel about Kendall in this one? You okay? Do you need me to go? No. I think it's, go. Yeah, you, if you, you just go. say you say DP again. He said DP so yeah, yeah. If you say it again, that's I think. pity points. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> anyway, um, anyway, <laughs> Kendall. Kendall uh, I'm with Grace. I feel it's it's mostly because it's Jeremy Strong, and he can make me feel like any emotion he wants me to feel just by doing things and acting things. Um, but. When he is sitting in that kitchen, it is like you said, Josh, it is wonderfully shot. It is a very, very small, quaint kitchen. And he's surrounded by pictures of this boy 
that he had a hand, you know, manslaughter, right? Like, uh, however you want to phrase it, he had a hand in this guy's death. And he's forced to sit there. And it's made worse when the dad comes in and he's like, oh, can I get you anything? Maybe a glass of water. And like Kendall is being served by this man after killing his son. Uh, and I, I love the touch. I don't know if this was I know there are some like improvisations on the show, but uh, I want to know whose call it was to to have Kendall wash the glass when he no, was I, done. I believe I I actually don't think there's improvisation. I, I, I think uh, uh, Brian Cox hates improvisation. <laughs> Well, I know that they, they yeah. allow them to do multiple scenes and like right. maybe it's not like I'm not saying like necessarily uh, script improvisa so, improvisation. There's a lot more of influence. Of There's a lot of physical. influence that the actors do have right. on right. the portrayals like uh, Jeremy Strong does Kendall Roy's wardrobe, for instance. Uh, this makes sense. Uh, yeah. So Brian Cox, Especially, at, Brian Cox yeah. at TIFF was like, I hate improvisation. The, the writer wrote it how it's written. We should just do it that way. So maybe this is also a big, that <laughs> there is improvisation in the yeah. session and he hates how much improvisation. Mm. But is. they do, they do allow for a certain amount of it, especially in the, like the physicality department I don't, yeah, I don't think they, they don't stray from the dialogue. The dialogue is no, of precious. Course, this is an immaculately perfect. written show. Yes, um, it is more of in the, yeah. we'll get into other scenes I'll talk later on about that, that I've direction, read some stuff about. You know? Yeah. yeah. But I do love that touch because it feels like, right, we see him go back and drop off money later. It feels like he he doesn't know what to do. And he's like, I can't even leave this single dish in the sink because I feel so guilty. Hey, what does he ask for? Doesn't get tea, but he gets water. water. Oh, yeah. water. Yeah. Uh, I do love friend. him just thinking like, I guess just putting money in their mailbox will fix it. It's like such a nepo baby thing to do. Yeah, Roy I mean, thing to do. I think, but I I think that that was uh, a really great touch uh, for Kendall Roy as a character. Kendall, who has said a couple of episodes to Shiv, if not for Dad, I don't know what I would be for. And I think Ugh. Kendall Roy, who has been stealing batteries ostensibly to see if he can feel anything again, and Kendall. Feeling like he has nothing to offer to the world. He's got no use. He has no, there's no utility to Kendall Roy as a human entity. But what he does have uh, is a particular set of skills. No, what he does have is a shitload of money. He has so much money. So it's like he's, he has so much money that it is as much flesh for him as actual flesh is for him. And he takes some of it off and he puts it in the mail slot. Uh, and he he hopes that it's never going to be enough, but maybe it's something. It's something he could do. Mm -hmm. um, that's really sad. I think that's so sad. You know, uh, this this demonstration from from Kendall, this sort of offering that he brings here as he's returned to the, the scene of the crime. The thing I think is really clever about it, too, is the only people who really comment on money in the whole thing is like Logan comments on like the state of like the type of house they're in and so there's never like this moment where they're like yeah we're really tough on you know and so i think it's really right. that, like th that yeah that's not like the thing like if that never came up it's just that he's like this will fix it even though they might be totally fine you know yeah. you know it's like they yeah. don't need your money they just they want an apology back, that's you know? they wanted an apology is what they wanted and that's why he's there is a pr stunt not, they're not paying this family off at least not to our knowledge uh, yeah, it's an interesting choice, but one that makes complete sense for Kendall. I yeah. think um, I, I think that this is such a it's such a sad episode for Kendall, but it's a great reminder for us because Kendall has been on a bit of a hot streak on the show recently. He's still sort of been melon balled out. But I also think that there is, um, you know, 
Just look at the stats. Five episodes in a row. Kendall Roy, daddy's favorite, right? Mm -hmm. So I feel like Kendall has been doing really, really well in his capacity. In his capacity is sort of like this angel of death for Logan Roy. Um, and we almost we almost forget why he's behaving the way that he's behaving. Not really. We intellectually understand it, but I think this episode reminds you emotionally what's going on yeah. with Kendall. And you get to see him... Um, you know, it's it's like the sense memory, uh, you know, he's back in the place where it happened. And so he's back in the spirit that he inhabited on the day after it happened. And so that's yeah. really useful as a reminder as we are trying to chart Kendall's arc. And where is this guy and what's going on in his head? Is he just sort of, you know, vapidly nodding along to dad? Is he just sort of like blissed out on drugs and Naomi and everything? Or is this still here? Turns out this is very much still here. I also gave Kendall Roy two points. The one one more thing about water is that, I, like, Brandon's in England a lot, but when he goes to give the money, the act that he's doing of, like, I am paying money for like to, like, make it okay, also while it's raining, which, like, what rain has this, like, like the water, the, like, cleanliness like the washing clean, away my sins like washing away your sins as he's like putting the money in so of his intention to like yeah have it be raining but it's very applicable yes for sure um and then also just his uh you know he he's got some difficult things to talk about with mom she's just like Oof, is it quite oh. difficult is it quite difficult uh, maybe over an egg <laughs> yeah maybe over an egg tomorrow uh and she's not even there in the morning she doesn't the even worst. have the eggy pegs that uh that roman comes downstairs <laughs> Hoping to find. Let's let's follow the let's fo as they always say in great uh, detective fiction. Follow the eggy pegs. Let us go and track that all the way down to Roman Roy Grace. How is Roman doing here in return for you? Um, I gave him a two. I feel like he actually does get a good. He does do a good deal here. Do you know what I love about the Christmas thing is that it's not there. It's not the kids' choices right. <laughs> the, where they spend the Christmas. Not at all that both their parents like are dictating where they'll be over Christmas, which to be fair, I like it. it like this is a nightmare scenario become a nightmare scenario in my house where like I have three siblings, all of whom are married. And now like when we're getting together for Christmas. And so if my mom could just like trade everyone being home for Christmas for something, I'm sure she would. Um, but I, I don't feel like he doesn't have a great episode. I feel like he doesn't have a bad episode. I gave him a two. I feel, I feel like it's pretty down the line am i am i missing no like, i don't think yeah. so it feels like a very neutral episode for roman i mean he's really needling shiv he says some not so great things <laughs> to shiv about shiv being left out in the cold yeah uh, a couple of other things that he's <laughs> that saying a good line. To shiv, uh, making fun of the memo um and that they did like the they did like the live table read of her of her memo uh so you know he's pretty mean to shiv but i think that there's also some element of he's feeling really hurt by Shiv. Shiv was, you know, talking to Roman and saying things like, you're going to be great. It's going to be you. And some of that stuff was before Logan said, it's going to be you, Siobhan. But some of that stuff was after. I think Roman is mm -hmm. feeling pretty, pretty hurt by, by Shiv. None of this behavior is particularly great, but some of this, like I can chalk up to like his siblings being awful to each other. Uh, that happens. Yeah. It does happen. Did he make $40 million as well? I guess he's no, 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 no. $40 million. Because the right. Christmas? 
It's twenty. So it was yeah. So it was twenty million. So, so right, they would so split thirty million. They would split yes, thirty million. Yes, they have to split thirty million. So the thing is, is so right. So when Roman goes to his mom, so Logan has given him instructions. I don't want to pay more than ten, but I'll go as high as fifty. But any amount that number. you save, yeah, yeah. But any amount you save will split. Now I love that when Roman goes and he's like. Oh, yeah, he said 10, but he'll go as high as 40. And Caroline's, oh, so the real number is 50. Like, she knows. She knows. Um, I gave Roman a three. I think he doesn't have a bad episode. Um, He he makes, he gets the deal done with his mom. Uh, And I feel like this is, like, the first time in a while we've seen, like, something go right for Roman. He's continuing to work closely with Jerry, uh, where she is trying to basically get background information on him. She's like, listen. If we want to do this, I need to know everything. I need to know all the skeletons in all your closets. Right. Uh, so I, I think that's a good move for him. I think that like any time, again, Jerry, in my opinion, is like if you're looking at a chessboard, maybe she's not like the queen, but like what's the second highest powerful one? Like whatever the second, like the, the one, the bishop, the one that goes sideways. Like the bishop, knight, bishop goes diagonal. Yeah, bishop, knight feels like a good one. Yeah, what direction is Jerry moving? Because it's most more about powerful. It's best about, more about utility. Feels like diagonal. But either way, she would be that piece, right? Like Logan is the queen or the king, I guess, but he's more the queen. But anyway, Jerry is the one who Your I think- The chess metaphor, we, we got it. Let's, actually, it, let's, yeah. let's do, let's put let's the time. down and say let's all of we, um, did the, we did the turkey dinner. We did turkey <laughs> no, dinner. No, this we'll is do not chips. something but, I've got time for. Right now. <laughs> but the thing is, is uh, I think it's always a good thing to have Jerry in your in your back pocket, or at least on your side. And so I gave Roman a three. Yeah, I'm sticking with a two for Roman. Um, I think that Kendall gets some points here from me for sympathy. I think Roman does uh, as well. And then yeah. that like extra point for him is. You know, he negotiated the Christmas deal, uh, but he also did it poorly. He really didn't negotiate the Christmas deal, to be honest. No, uh, his his mom says, OK, so it's actually 50. He's like, no, I said 40. She's like, you're very bad at this. And she's <laughs> all too happy to come up with an arrangement. Uh, she It really does seem like she just did all of this to get her kids to come over for a visit mm-hmm. uh, and that she has her. She her wants whole- attention. Her whole plan is lined up and it just goes, you know, exactly the way that she thought it would probably go. She feels like one of those people I have who like there there actually is never a solution to a problem. Like it's only problems, no solutions. So she just wants to keep having problems so that she can like talk about the problem. You know, Um, I think very interesting. I feel like plant a flag in the fact that she doesn't take him, uh, Logan, for all of his money. Uh, she's not quite she's not like she knows that she could get 50 million out of this i feel like it's supremely evil to essentially you know if we're going to talk about what piece on the board people are she is using all of her children as pawns to essentially make her make her ex-husband say i want this summer palace more than i want to hang out with oh my yeah children at christmas but she she so she does that and it's like yeah she's certainly like digging at logan but also she probably was able to get more money out of that deal, and she doesn't. So I think just like note that. I yeah, think. yeah, yeah. I think that's she fair. just is basically wanting her kids to know, hey, your dad doesn't love you as much as you think he does. That's, that's all. Right. This is this is all this is all doesn't about. Doesn't love it's you as much as I do. And by the way, I'm just gonna f off tomorrow morning and not be here yeah. when you leave. Ugh. No, no Peggy Eggies for no you. No Eggy Peggies for anybody. Um, let's talk Shiv. Shiv is left out in the cold, indeed, mm-hmm. and she is not brought across. Uh, to to London. Initially, she is um, really kind of steaming about this. She has written a memo. She has circulated it. She has received no feedback 
on said memo. She is being completely frosted out of Logan's inner circle. She can't even get Logan's flunkies to tell her where he's going. Uh, by the way, I believe that this is the first time we are meeting uh, Logan's assistant, Carrie. Yeah, Carrie. Uh, so uh, this is Carrie. We will see more from her uh, as the show moves forward. So say hi to Carrie. Uh, and Shiv is eventually going to go and basically try to, um, you know, ambush her father into a meeting of, hey, just tell me, is this happening or is this not happening? Um, as part of it, she is going to have uh, this di this lunch with Rhea Jarrell and Rhea, who has told Logan the night previous that she might be able to do something about Siobhan. Uh, and Rhea has clocked Siobhan as somebody who doesn't have what it takes. This is what she said to Logan on yeah. the PJ. She had a, a lot of uh, you know scathing indictments for the three kids. Uh, Shiv doesn't have what it takes. Roman is definitely not ready yet. Kendall has all the shots, but he's like a grown up in a diaper. He doesn't know what yeah. to do with him. Grace, anything to say about the grown up in a diaper uh, situation or? No, I mean, it, it would have been very nice to have a diaper the night that he shit the That's bitch. It. That's <laughs> it. That's what we were hoping for. Uh, so Shiv is going to have this meeting with with Rhea and Rhea is basically going to pitch. Well, maybe you could go to Pierce. You could go to Pierce. Right. You could be the CEO of Pierce. Uh, and Shiv says, oh, this is very interesting. I'm quite interested in that. And just the offer is enough. The enticement, the, uh, the you know, hook, line, and sinker. And this is what is going to get on Logan's radars. It's all over town. It's all over town. But this is all part of the plot. It's the scheme. You got played. It's a tough episode for Siobhan, I think. Yeah. Um, I especially was it, on my rewatch I was even more impressed with Rhea because she knows exactly how to play Shiv because she starts out the lunch by fake putting her foot in her mouth by like asking Shiv for permission to F her dad and that makes it seem like Rhea is embarrassed right it's it's like she's like because I love I love when Shiv says it's good to check before you F someone's dad yeah. faux um, vulnerability vulnerability so, yeah, so, mm -hmm. so Rhea is pretending to be embarrassed and that then leads her to like oh well you know let me make it up for you maybe I can get you in with Pierce but Shiv should know better Shiv doesn't have all the information again Shiv thinks she's smarter than she actually is in that Rhea doesn't have the in with Pierce anymore she was fired you know and Shiv knows that there's no CEO at Pierce so seemingly she knows that Rhea was fired but it doesn't compute in her brain that oh maybe they're not on great terms and maybe this isn't a thing that could actually happen um so I huge props to Rhea I found her to be uh, really engaging this episode and just so manipulative grace that that she's able to get one over on ship in this way yeah i kind of i kind of forgot how <laughs> like evil she is she's uh, so evil she gets, because she gets you just holly hunter shows up on your tv screen you're like oh she's so little tiny and cute she has this great little she has a great little voice and accent and then so and then she stabs bird. you and you're like oh that hurt you know <laughs> uh it's great it's really good i mean bad episode for shiv uh, I think it's the end of the episode being like, yeah, I think I got effed. I think it's a big zero for me. The other thing I think just like a small thing in here is all these times that Tom comes to Shiv with like, hey, honey, like I got a thing going on and she just totally like doesn't care. It's so sad. I, it's it's, so I, it makes sad. me so sad. He's like, you know, she's just like, oh, they want the softballs. And you could tell like just the way she says it. Uh it's so it's so sad. I feel so bad for Tom. His wife doesn't care about him. It's so sad. Um, yeah. Zero. Three. 
Whoa! Hey! I shall give Siobhan Royce what? three points here uh, for Explain yourself, Wiggler. season two. I think that there is tremendous power in knowing where you stand. Yeah, uh, I mean, I was I, just going to bump it up maybe because I, I do say like the I opposite think, of like Logan's bad move is that she knows she got yeah, it. Yeah, she knows yeah. what's up now. She knows what's up. She's calling Kendall on the PJ. She knows what's up. I also think that Siobhan has really put herself out there um, over these last couple of episodes. She's maybe like freelanced out in a way that wasn't terribly wise. But I feel like um, the the uh, the the way that the memo is received reads a certain way is really really cruel and toxic. I think, uh, and not that Shiv is like the paragon of morality or anything, but she certainly looks like it within the Roys at the very least. And she puts herself out there even further. You know, she's kind of undaunted by these embarrassing events. She goes, she chases her father down. She does not put him in a position where he can run away from her. Uh, I have sympathy and empathy for Shiv at this moment in her life. And I think her fully grasping what just happened to her rather than wallowing and living in the immediate injury of what Rhea has done is impressive to me. Of the three core Roy children, I think she has the best episode, perhaps. Three. Hmm. That's what I did. That's what I did. Grace, are you going to change your score? Uh, I'll bump her up to, uh, yeah, I'll give her a one. Uh, Just that she does have the knowledge to know that she got it. Yeah, uh, I also gave her a one because of the knowledge that, and I also, I feel a little, a little bad, a little, a smidge bad for her. Just a tiny, teeny, tiny bit. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Oh, Lord of Malfeasance, give us your divine blessing. <laughs> hey. hey. Hold my beer. Yep. Oh. Hey. Hey. Yeah. Let's talk about Tom and Greg just setting fires to the Lord of Malfeasance. We send so you. Funny. Give us you your should... divine blessing. <laughs> Uh, it's so when, it, when they won't light and Greg is like, guess they don't want to be burned. <laughs> they're just setting yeah. things on fire. Uh-huh. Uh, Greg is just pacing back and forth in the bathroom, talking to himself. <laughs> Would you Lower like jacket it? Pocket, you inside like pocket. All oh, aboard, inside I, pocket. That was a bit I was going to do. I was going to do a bit about different podcasting. Like this one is from inside my pocket. This one uh-huh. is from outside my pocket. I, yeah. I don't know if that would have worked. So, yeah. I could have worked. Be too, well, now it's too late. It's now you explain late. the joke. No. <laughs> I, a little late. <laughs> very much like to explain my, my joke. Yes. I'd like to go back in time and explain that Tom and Greg are going to set the documents on fire, but not all of them. Greg Mm -hmm. is going to be able to retrieve a couple of pages of documents before Tom comes back out to set the whole thing on fire. Uh, Where do we feel we're landing with Tom and Greg this time around, Jess? What do you think about these guys? So 
Tom doesn't start out very great where he's very nervous in this interview. He says, I need to go pee. I'm like an old woman who's had a baby somehow. Uh, his wife, like you said, Grace, just immediately brushes him aside and is like, sorry, I got to go. Uh, <laughs> I don't have time for this. Um, however, go <laughs> yeah, I got to go to England to get away from you. Um, however, I will say uh, impressive that Tom was able to get the documents away from Greg. Right. He threatens to go to Logan saying you, you stole secret documents. You know, I can report you to Logan. You stole fizzy lifting drinks. Uh, it's time for me is to that why Kendall corpus? is washing out the glass because yeah. it needs to be washed and sterilized uh -huh. or he yeah. gets nothing he loses yeah. good day sir <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, but it's hard to give Tom too many points because Greg does end up stealing some of the papers back um, but both of them also make me laugh a ton again this is really difficult for me um, I'm going to give I'm going to give uh, Tom a three because again, I think he has a decent episode. I mean, yeah, he has a decent. You know, I don't. It's, it makes me laugh too. Uh, Greg is gonna get a four <laughs> because yeah. Greg, even though he has to give up the secret documents, he still pulls some back in. He also makes me laugh. Him waving his arms at his face in the bathroom, pretending it's windy, <laughs> saying, "Saying, would you like it? You might even like it." Male rape, rape yeah. of the male. Yeah, yeah, is ridiculously it's funny. Absurd. Um, so I give, I give Greg a four. Yeah, this is too Greg high, man. but I can't help myself. The Greg man, done. fancy Dan. I'm going to give him a four as well. Oh, four and a four. Yeah. Yeah. I also gave Greg a four. Yeah. yeah. Joshua, yeah. is a uh, Willy Wonka, the original succession? Just, yes. Just thinking about yes. that. Do yeah. you think, do you think that Logan Roy should be feeding all of his children chocolate and see who tolerates the, the chocolate the most? And yeah, I think actually, yeah. He would probably prefer that all his children are Oompa Loompas who do everything he asks. Yeah. But, doopity yeah. do yeah. for sure. <laughs> As they say. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I give Tom a one. Oh! Um, I don't think he has a great episode at all. Everything he tries to do, he does. he's not able to do. He's supposed to have a softball interview. Doesn't get it done. His wife ignores him. And but he, he tries has to a burn... nice... He has a cute sleepover Pardon? with Greg. Uh, so yeah, but cute. he ruins the dinner party. <laughs> oh, Greg can I ask, party. too? Yeah. What is this group that Greg is associating with? Just a talking shop yeah. for renewal and welcome to the new wave. Who are these Greg people? has friends. What are we doing yeah. condemning Greg for having friends? I thought he was he got a, a haircut cult. and he didn't even need one. Yeah, he just needed someone to touch his head. Sometimes <laughs> that's, that's what you need. So in your funny. Life. Yeah. No. Um, so. Tom tries to destroy the documents. Not all the documents get destroyed. Not a very good episode for Tom. I mean, I basically, you know, one point because he's gone Tom. ahead and uh, taken the liberty of deciding that Greg won the week against Tom. <laughs> I feel like uh, I feel like we don't need to address that any further. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's reflected in my score. I'm giving Greg four, as I said. And I think if you're getting bested in this way by cousin Greg, I think you deserve at, uh, at best a two. Uh, yeah. Tom's very funny in the episode, though, so I do give him the two. And he was mm -hmm. able to convince Greg to mostly eradicate his insurance. Uh, exactly, exactly. That's where that I like gives it. You know what? That I, I'm going to give him a three. I'm gonna give Yay! Him a three. I'm gonna give I just, I've been so harsh exactly on Tom. It's Greg's been best interest. Yeah. No. My, yeah. my one is really because Tom saved me a bunch of money because I got to cancel all my insurance. Uh -huh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, Connor's not in the episode. An easy zero. Marsha is a little bit in the episode. Is got, she? Like, a smidge of Marsha, I think. At this, I put uh, her as not applicable. I didn't even remember her. She's at this party. Uh, she and Logan, they're looking at all the piggies in the trough together. So oh, she's yeah. still in the mix, but barely in the mix. I think I'm also going to give her a zero. She's barely here. 
Um, I don't know if anyone has anything else to say about Marsha. Feel free. No, it doesn't seem like it. How about Jerry? Uh, just to close the loop on on Jerry and her uh, her her offer for Oppo Research, Grace. She she finds the dirt. She finds real dirt. So give her a four. She did it. She yeah. found it. She got yeah. the details. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, although Roman's denying these allegations, right? But isn't that a test? Is it a test? Like is, is it that- a test? I don't know. Is it a text? No, it was a phone call. It's a phone call. <laughs> Limited Jerry. Giving her two. Don't tell the stands. You it's gave not her a big two? Jerry episode. I'm just giving her two. I gave her a three, so it's fine. Okay. Cool. Grace, what did you do? I gave her a four. Great. Obviously. Tell the stands. Don't tell the stands. Tell the stands. Don't tell what the stands, what I did. Okay, those are the Roy's rated. The F off. We only got a single F off. Uh, five on the Ken dad counter feels light. There's one scene where he says dad three times in the matter of a minute. Um, so, uh, there's, there's, a, it feels daddier than perhaps the episode actually is. Um, <laughs> I think, yeah, I get I, uh, five dads and three moms. I had three moms. Actually. Wow. Yeah. Uh, blank's dead. It's unfortunately still Andrew Dodds is dead. <laughs> oh, wow. I mean, he is <laughs> the most of the paperwork is dead. Paperwork. Not, Why don't not, we say the documents? The documents, the documents are, dead. are dead. Ding dong. Oh, Greg's um, hair is dead. It's on the floor. Greg's hair is also. Kendall, Kendall's so offensive. close to dying again. Like he's so, he's yeah. so like, he's like a zombie. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Christmas with uh, dad. Christmas with dad is dead. dead. <laughs> yeah. Christmas is dead. Why don't we say I love how we originally moved away from the exact intent of this. I don't know what's going on. Well, I think um, I did think more people would get fired over the course of the show. Like, how did people not get like, fired more? Four times within the first five episodes. I really thought we were setting a precedent for how much firing was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, fire did happen, Grace. That's true. Oh, yeah. That, what was fired? Yeah, the paperwork. The that documents. Make the most sense. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, I think Rhea is now daddy's favorite. In oh. such a gross way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think Rhea Durrell is officially daddy's favorite. Uh, <laughs> so I think that that's... Uh, I love you too, Papa. Somebody, Rando. somebody, Stop I, it. Stop I just gotta, I just, if you, if somebody hasn't put a, a Holly Hunter and Jennifer Coolidge on a show together, I don't know what we're doing. Oh, so if we could say that, I miss my mother. <laughs> <laughs> if we could get that together, I mean, I'll see if they've been on something together, but please, if they we need sure. it. Sure. Yeah. Greg beats Tom. It's four Gregs to two Toms and a draw at this moment in time. So Tom needs to start showing up. Uh, he's gonna have to. He's gonna have to secure the next three if he is to if he is to beat Greg yeah. in a single season. So we'll see what happens there. Um, let's rate the episode. I gave this one three point six. I really like Return. I think this is a great episode of the show. I just think, uh, yeah, it's it's not quite as lit as some of the other season two episodes we have seen and perhaps even some of the episodes we have yet to discuss uh grace what did you rate this episode on a scale of zero to four roy's i rated it pretty high i rated it 3.8 which is on par with the Walter episode and i do think i'm gonna sound like an absolute psychopath josh but when like kendall <laughs> is like, <laughs> 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 when when Kendall is so sad, when Jerry Strong is performing sad sack Kendall, it's just 
incredible television. It's like, beautiful. It's I beautiful had, work. I, I had the other, like, again, like, the thing of, like, I've watched this episode before, and yet he's trying to talk to his mom, and I know his mom is going to say no and leave in the morning, and so I have this incredible pit in my stomach, and I'm like, why am I watching this? I love it. I love it. It's so good. It's so sad. So I give it, I, it's not perfect, this episode, I think. Really, for me, like, where I really think Succession is its strongest is when everybody gets stuff so like roman is really light in this episode and i mean a joke like there's not even like connor you know uh connor really absent the last two episodes right when everybody's doing it and then there's also this like tension where it's all like they're all like last week i think that like the way the siblings are all against each other then logan comes in and they like protect each other like there's a way in which like that's the perfect succession for me so it's not quite there but it's pretty darn close jess how about you uh, I gave it a 3.75. It oh, was wow. Almost... Your four streak is broken. I know. I broke the three in a row. Or was, I almost had four in a row of fours. But this episode is really good. I agree with Grace. I had to drop it down from a four just because it feels like it's not uh, as full and rich as some of these other episodes are. Um, it's still I, I, the reason I almost gave it a four was honestly for the Jeremy Strong moment in the in the Dobbs household. It's it's really sad. It's really like gripping. It really it makes you feel so bad and your stomach hurts and ugh. But uh, ultimately, I landed on Is a that 3. because of the pigeon, the bullet pigeon, the pigeon, <laughs> the my stomach pigeon hurts? in the pit of my stomach. Yeah. Uh, but it's still a really great episode. So. Very good episode of the show. Get your scores in, folks. You can go to poshareecaps.com slash rate Roy or poshareecaps.com slash action stations. Not actually poshareecaps.com slash Ray Roy. We're not doing that. <laughs> uh, so go there. Fill out your scores for all the characters for the episodes. Let us know what you think of the location, what you think of the side characters, a line of the episode. Do either of you have a line of the episode? A uh, favorite, a favorite quote. I mean, mine, mine was, mine was Greg. Uh, would you like it? You might even like it. Mail right, right above so the ridiculous. mail. It's so ridiculous. The line read <laughs> so on it. It's just stupid. so absurd. I, uh, I think it's when Greg is like saying, like the maybe the documents don't even like want to be burned. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, the whole thing from happening. Is very the funny. evidence does not want to be burned. <laughs> yes, it's very good. He's yeah. saying it so just matter of factly. Uh, it's ridiculous. Yeah. I don't know why. Oh, Lord of Malfeasance is just Very so good. good. I really mm-hmm. enjoyed that as well. It's uh, really good. Tom, Tom to Greg, but like Tom, like when Tom is just like controlling Greg, I feel like it's some of his mm-hmm. best. Is some yes. Of his best yes. Work. Very good stuff. Very good stuff. Go to postshowrecaps.com slash succession to subscribe to our succession podcast and make sure you never miss out on any of this. Very good stuff. Uh, that's our RSS link. If you want to search by URL, you can also just search postshow recap succession wherever you get your podcasts. You'll never miss an episode. Ratings and reviews greatly appreciated. Would you like to get more involved? I'm sure you do. You want to go to patreon.com slash post show recaps to sign up and become a patron of post show recaps. If you are a patron at any level, you get commercial free versions of our final season succession coverage. And that includes these daily succession podcasts. So go to patreon.com slash post show recaps at any level for the ad free succession pods i'm at round howard wherever you can find me grace who are you i'm on twitter at hi from grace and jess at the jess sterling okay we are next going to dundee uh is the next episode of succession and folks if this is your first time through succession i've been waiting for you to experience this one so we'll be back tomorrow to talk about dundee and until then you can go right ahead and f up p to the o d on the daily about success.
Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit